I'd like to become world champion, but again, I think a podium I'd be happy with. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Cyclocross Social Podcast. After a very busy time of racing, now there's some time to relax and what a better way to relax than having a very special guest on the podcast. With us here today is the winner of the first ever World Cup Cyclocross held for junior women, Zoe Bakstedt. Hey Zoe. Hey, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on, it really means uh, a lot to us. Could you maybe introduce yourself to our listeners? Um, yeah, hi, I'm Zoe Baxter. I ride in the junior category. Um, I'm riding for Tormund CX team. Um, it's my first, well, proper season of Belgian racing, if Corona hadn't happened. But yeah, I'm just looking forward to what races we have left. Well, you certainly impressed a lot of people already this season. But uh, first, we're going to uh, ask some quick questions to get to know you better. So let's get straight into it. What do you prefer, mud or grass? Mud. And then do you like a slow race or a fast race? Slow. And uh, parkour, hilly or flat? Flat. And for the barriers, a bunny hop or a quick run? A run. <laughs> At the moment. <laughs> At the moment. Oh, that's the key word here. What's your favorite course? Um, Heaton so far. And then uh, which is your favorite tire thread? Uh, Alimas. And your favorite rider? There's too many to choose. <laughs> and then what's your favorite meal? Uh, Swedish meatballs and milky pasta. And your favorite show on Netflix or on TV? Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Then the final question, what's your favorite song to listen pre-race or during training? I don't have a favorite song, but anything with a beat or that's fast that'll get me in a good mindset ready for the race or a hard training session. Well, then let's go on to talk about cyclocross. Last year, that was the first time that uh, you got really got noticed by uh, the media because you got some good results in the new Helen 100 trophy, a second and a third place there. How did those races go? Those races were really good. I was actually gridded dead last rider and both times managed to make my way to the front before the first corner. Um, I find I'm quite good at starts when, when I need to be. And they were just such good races so i was able to race with the junior girls from abroad as well because in the uk there's you race with the with your your category and i find that when when i was racing those helen 100 races i got to race with some girls that were better than me older than me had more experience from racing in like the super prestige and i thought that helen did a really good job at getting those on and she chose the best courses for them to be on <laughs> So a second and a third place there, that's definitely some impressive results, especially as a second year newcomer. Did that gain you the interest of teams like Tormans? Um, yeah, um, I think a couple of teams had noticed me before that in some of the, the smaller races, but definitely I had some teams come up to me and say, oh, well done, that's, that's such a good ride for, for a new rider. Um, and yeah, like, a lot of teams were, oh, well done, that's really, really good. And some of them were then, oh, we'd like to speak to you for next year, etc. Eventually, you chose for Tormans this season. What was decisive in choosing for this team? Um, I ended up doing a couple of training sessions with them when I was still in my old team. And just the way that they did the sessions and how everyone was involved. And it really made it feel like, like a family at the team. And 
that was just what I needed um, in a cyclocross setup with some good coaches to teach me how to do things better than I can already and some nice riders with me to make the training sessions fun and everything just just felt really good there. Well, I think it's certainly a good team to be be in, especially if you look at um, you're the only young rider there that isn't from the Netherlands or Belgium. Uh, we saw Marie Schreiber there, Alma Johansson rides there as well. Does it make you feel even more home that there's riders of your own age you can compare yourself with when you're training? Yeah, it's really nice. Me and Marie have done um, a lot of training sessions together and I find that it's really good having her there because we're at the same level in most things and the things that she's better at she'll push me the things that I'm better at I'll push her and we end up just getting such a good training session out of it and even when we're racing we push each other so much and it's just it's really good what are those things that you really stand out in the field like what would you uh, see as your strongest point I'd say any way that you like I can put power down because that's probably what I'm best at I think I'm quite good at running as well because I used to like doing a lot of cross country. So I think run places for running. Um, I think through mud as well, deep mud where it's like you have to move the bike a lot underneath you. I think I'm good at those as well. So basically a course like we saw yesterday in Dendermonde, that would have been perfect for you. Yeah, I really, really wanted to race there. I was so sad that the um, the World Cup was cancelled for the juniors. I was like, oh, I was sat watching it. I was like, I want to race it so much. It just looked so much fun. It's certainly a shame that those races can't go through, at least up until now. But this season, it started off pretty well, I think you could say that. That's fair to say. You got some top 20 results in your first races in Lokeren, Kruibeke, Beringen and Gieten. So did that really uh, confirm to you that you made the right choice in team, but also confirm to you that you're really have so have serious potential yeah it definitely did i find um it was really good that i could get the early races on when some of the the bigger riders weren't there and they were still like salim was at the mountain bike worlds and bits like that i think it was really good that i could get the high places in the races um and it gave me a little bit more confidence for when they came back so that i could then I knew that I could go, yeah, okay, I can perform well in the races and I'm good enough to be up there with the other riders. And I think as well with the team, everything like the setup, we always had all the support with the mechanics that we needed and choosing the right tyres and in the pits, everything was just perfect. And yeah, I knew I'd made the right decision. And of those races, which one were, was your best race, you would say? Eton, up in Netherlands. And how did that race go? Because you ended 12th there. Um, I think that's really good because if you look at the results of some other talented riders now, like Puk Pietersen and uh, Shirin van Anrooy, they also started off with these types of results and they really got noticed. This is a bit less noticed in the Belgian media, which somewhat makes sense. But how did that race go for you? And what feeling did you have in that race? That race was really good for me, actually. I again started i think it was the sixth row so i was quite far back but in the start there was a crash on the inside corner and um, i managed to go round it and i then went through the mud instead of on the on the dry part and i managed to pass a fair few people there and just going into the downhill sand for the first time i just braked really late and got past as many people as i could and just kept pushing and seeing riders and going okay yeah 
I know I can beat them. I can, I can get up to them and then I pass them and then I'll see someone else and go, okay, yeah, no, I know what they ride like. And then I can pass them and ended up riding with Anna Kay, who I've trained with before. And I know that she's really good. And we ended up having a good battle in that race. And I felt really good for being up there and being able to battle with her. And it just gave me a lot more confidence for the next few races. So that maybe the confidence that you took with you to the World Cup in Tabor uh, two or three weeks later? Yeah, I think so. Um, I was really looking forward to that, mainly because we hadn't had any races and I knew going into it, I was like, I'm just going to have to ride as hard as I can for the whole race and just see what happens. I knew Marie was going to be really, really strong because I've obviously trained with her all the time. Um, and I just managed to attack her on the tarmac, which is where I can put my power down and managed to get past her. And then she, she said she was on the wrong tires and just couldn't get any grip around the corners. So I managed to get a big enough gap um, and just kept pulling that away. And then she brought some back and it was just a really good battle, even though we weren't actually riding with each other. So it was really a game of seconds with a chase with just a few seconds between it all the time. Yeah, it was, it was, I think in the end, 10 seconds between us, but, any mistake that I'd made or she'd made, the gap could have closed or opened. So it was it was a close one, I think. So that was your last race up until now. Uh, a lot of the other races after that that were planned got cancelled because the youth races aren't allowed to go through under the current situation with the coronavirus. Is there anything left for you to race this season? I leave in one or two days to go down to France to race one of the races there and then hopefully over Isa World Cup and then World Champs as well will be the next ones and then hopefully in February there's a couple races up with my team that I have to do for the sponsors that are really good um obviously I can't if they're cancelled or corona won't allow it for my age category but fingers crossed three races left plus a few more well with those races left it's the obvious goal that stands out, at least that's what we are guessing here, is the World Championships. Yeah, it is. Um, I think it's going to be a really good course. I've watched a few videos from the Nationals and I think it's going to suit me <laughs> suit me a lot because there's a lot, of, a lot of grass riding and a bit of running in the sand, which I've been practicing a lot recently. And I think overall it's just going to be a really, really good course for me. Would you think your teammate Marie is uh, probably your biggest opponent there? Or is there also other riders that you're keeping an eye on? Marie, yeah, and Millie Cousins, who's riding for Eco Crayland at the moment. I know she hasn't done many races this year because she's not been able to get over because of COVID. But I know when I was racing with her two years ago, she was my biggest rival. And we were, again, 10, 15 seconds apart in each race. Um, and I think she's going to be one of my main people to fight against this season along with Maria. Is your goal there immediately to become world champion or will you be satisfied with the podium result? Um, I'd like to become world champion but again I think a podium I'd be happy with. I certainly think uh, it belongs to the opportunities but it will be a very open race especially for the fact that there hasn't been a lot of racing if Overijse can go through you'll at least get a big bit of a better picture who you'll be up against because I know that some of the Dutch riders had only been racing in the Netherlands so far and they hadn't come over to the other races so that will certainly be interesting to see and it will make probably for a very hard and tactical race as well. Yeah I think if the World Cup manages to go ahead the week before it'll be really good because 
you can see if people have been training hard during the lockdown period um, or if they haven't or you can see everything about their form um, and it'll be a, a good eye-opener ahead of Worlds. But before the World Championships in Ostend, there's that race in France that you talked about. What are your ambitions there? I'm going to go there and just ride and race as hard as I can. My teammate Marie is going down, so again, it's going to be a really good race against her. I know she's been training hard recently and I think going to make for a good race. And I'm just excited to race again, finally. Um, just enjoy it and race as hard as I can, basically. Do you have any clue which other riders are going to start there or is it still a bit of a guess? I've not seen a start list yet. I've only seen um, a map of the course, so I'm not sure who's going to be there yet. Well, then hopefully uh, there will be some UCI points there up for grabs because I think that will certainly help you, especially as you described that you needed to start at the, all the way at the back in Gita. And of course, it makes it a lot, a lot easier if you can move up a couple of rows on that starting grid. Yeah, I got um, 100 UCI points at the World Cup and I got six from the race in Heaton. Um, but it'd be quite nice to get some more races, hopefully from the race at the weekend, so that I can move up um, a couple more rows if I manage to get any more Super Prestige races in. Then let's look a bit further ahead in time. I read the interview where you said that next year your goal is really to become world champion in uh, Fayetteville. I uh, sent a message to race organizer Brooke Watts. He um, certainly believes in your chances there. And um, is that still your goal? Yeah, definitely. I'd really like to, if it's not this year I become world champion, next year is definitely my goal before I move out of junior. Um, I think it'd just be really nice to have a, a, a world champs jersey um, at a young age. Well, what you said about your strengths that are running and some muddy stuff, I think in Fayetteville you will find a parkour that suits you. There's a massive stairs being built there with something like 40 steps and the parkour it's behind that it can turn really muddy if it rains. So I think that's definitely something for you to look forward to. Um, yeah, I think next year in America, I think the course will be really good. It's going to be, I think it'll be quite cold, but... I think it'll be nice to race outside of Europe because I've never, I've never done a race outside. So it'll be really nice to get over there and do a race. Maybe I think there's a World Cup the week before or something. Um, so it'll be really nice to get some racing done out there and see what it's like. That's in the field. Do you also have any ambitions on the road? Um, yeah, so I'm junior on the road next year and I'm, I'd really like to target um, world champs again. <laughs> um, but other than that, there's a race up in Sweden that I do every year, um, which I won last year. I was in with the elites and I won the elite race. And I'd really like to go up there and win that again and take some of my teammates up there with me and see if they can get some stage wins and just enjoy racing up in Sweden and yeah, with, with all my teammates. Tell us a bit more about that race there in Sweden. Um, yeah, I was racing for Story Racing, but I went up there on my own as an individual rider. Um, my dad knows the organizer, so he asked if I could race with the juniors, but the juniors race with the elites. So I was in with the, with the elites for all of the races and I just went up there to enjoy it and I ended up winning the overall. <laughs> and this year, like the upcoming year, will you be riding uh, on the road as well for Akug or for the same team as you were racing last year? Uh, for Akug Tolmans, yeah. And as well, you won the Watersley Ladies Challenge for newcomers, which is a very prestigious race as well. That that must be a good feeling as well. Yeah, it was it was really good to um, go over there and race. We were 
about a week before we were like mm, do we go over or not because of corona and then we decided we were going to go over because we could stay um, at my sister's place the night before so it was all safe we wouldn't see anyone and we went over and I'd had no racing for about four months before that so I was just going in there to see how I was how my form was from all of the training I'd done um, I ended up getting third on the first stage and I was a bit like oh that's a bit annoying but then the next day and the last day I was just like right I'm just gonna go out there and ride as hard as I can and just smash myself to pieces basically but it was really nice to get a race in again and with um with some international riders. And is your dream to combine both road and field or is there one of the two that is slightly your favorite? Um I definitely prefer cyclocross at the moment I think that's going to be my passion for the rest of my career i really think it's good to get some road races in on the side just to get some good intensity in during the summer and um i think it helps a lot with like how you are in the cyclocross so i think definitely combining the two would be good for me does it also help that your family has always been into cycling and they therefore have the knowledge to support you yeah it's really good my sister rides for trek as well so um, it's good to see her going far with how she's done and I think it's just it's it's really good for me because I know that I can get there as well and my mum and my dad they're always oh let's go and try and get to this race and trying to get me to races wherever I can just to get the experience in and they're always happy to train with me um, <laughs> and yeah it's just really good to have some such good support. But how did you get into the sport? Were there perhaps any riders you looked up to, somebody who was your idol that really got you into cycling? That's a tricky one. I never really enjoyed cycling loads until I was about 10. I've been riding since I was like three or four, but I did like athletics and tennis until and netball until I was 10 and then decided I wanted to do cycling. But I guess Lizzie Dignan, Marianne Voss, people like that that can do everything. <laughs> um, and just do it well. I just, yeah, love to watch them race. And now in cyclocross, there's, of course, a very talented British generation coming up with Avery Richards, Anna Kay, Tom Pitcock. But also this weekend, we saw Ben Turner and Thomas Main coming close to the top 10 in the World Cup. Is that something that also helps you to pull up yourself when you uh, race cyclocross for the British national team? Yeah, it's really good to see that they're all doing so well. Um, it's really good to have Thomas Main on the team with me as well. So I think it's it's nice to see that they're all able to do well, even though we come from not a, a cyclocross-specific country. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just really nice to see loads of British people starting to come through and do well in the international field. I think it's definitely good to see such a talented generation of British riders coming through and it's also very nice to see you be part of that. We'll keep an eye on you out for the rest of this season and be supporting you at the World Championships. I would like to thank you a lot for coming on, it really means a lot to us. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> and hopefully you all enjoyed this podcast. If you did, make sure to give it a follow or a rating on whichever audio or video platform you're watching to this and we will be back later this week with a preview of the National Championships and boy, that are a lot of races for us to look ahead to. I will see you guys then. Goodbye.